Welcome to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley, and we've got a great guest. I think a topic that's not talked about is the housing market and the mortgage market, and we've got an expert to talk about that. Bill Cosgrove is the owner, president, and CEO of Union Home Mortgage. They're a high-growth, full-service retail wholesale, and Bill joins us today. Bill, how are you? Good. How you doing, Tony? I'm doing very, very well. We were just talking as we record this. We saw what happened to Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. And that's sad. As I was talking with Ashley from your company, it was interesting to see a guy laying down on the ground like that, Bill, and players in mass from both teams just going over to try and comfort him. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Ashley, we were talking about that. You know, he's Nick Chubb is one of those guys that are old school and whether it was, you know, in Jim Brown's era or the 70s, the 80s, you know, he could have played in any of those eras and is, you know, just a obviously a world class athlete, but a world class human being. So we wish him all the best and he'll be back. He's been there before. He'll be back. Bill, I want to talk a little bit about your background. I know a little bit about it. So you really have had an interesting life so far, especially from where you started. Talk about your upbringing. Well, it's interesting. You know, part of my story is I didn't know it at the time, but, you know, I grew up here on the east side of Cleveland, one of the east side suburbs in in Bedford, Ohio. And every summer, both of my parents are from Uniontown, Pennsylvania, south of Pittsburgh. And every summer before school started, all my aunts and uncles, cousins were back in Uniontown, about 180 miles from Cleveland, south towards the West Virginia border. And I remember being about, oh, maybe 13 years old and playing wiffle ball with a bunch of boys. And they looked at me and they said, I know you, you're a project kid. (laughs) And I had no idea what they said. And then I went back to my grandmother's that evening and I said, Grandma, the boys called me a project kid. What's that? And she began to tell me that, you know, she lived in a housing project, which was, you know, to me, it was just grandmother's house, right? It was very, very clean, well-kept, all the above. So, you know, my grandparents never owned a home either side. My mom and dad only owned one home. And so for me, you know, every day that I've been able, and I just like everybody else, Tony, I found my way into, you know, housing business and housing finance business. And to me, you know, every day for the last 38 years truly has been an honor to be part of this industry. How did you come to acquire Union Home Mortgage and why the mortgage business and what makes Union Home different than other companies? Well, it's interesting. When I was just out of high school, I was going to college part-time and my parents never had the money to send me to college. And I had a great upbringing, but we never really talked. It was funny that we never talked about like college or, you know, what you talked about is graduate high school and get a job, right? So I'm that old. It was that era. And I come from nothing but blue collar after blue collar after blue collar. And, you know, for some reason, as I was going to school and I really didn't know what I was doing there, I got an interest in real estate, like residential real estate. And I have no idea why, because there's nobody I knew and there's none of my relatives and none of my friends. There's no one I knew that was in that business. But when I was 21, I got my real estate license 
And like everybody else, I struggled at first, but I didn't realize that like adults that want to buy homes from a kid, I didn't know that. (laughs) I didn't know that. But after about a year, I started to sell some houses. And then there was someone in the mortgage business that came to me and said, have you ever thought about getting on the finance side of mortgages? And I said, absolutely not. I never had that thought in my mind. And he said, well, I thought you might be good at it. And so, you know, that's how it started. And then fast forward eight, nine years later, I was at a mortgage company, a very small company, had like 30 people. They were very common back in the day. And it was an older fella who walked in my office one day and said, Bill, you should buy this company. I think you could be good at it. And that's how it happened. So it kind of came to me. It found me, Tony, more than I found it, actually. What makes Union Home different than other companies? I think Union Home, if I have to make it really quick and really simple, I think Union Home to us is a mission as much as it is a business. And first, it's a mission of culture. You know, we've got to grow the business. We've got to make money. We've got to build it. We got bills to pay. We got salaries to pay of wonderful people. But truly what makes it different is it's mission-based And the mission is the code of conduct and the culture and how we treat each other. And everything we do economically cascades from those thoughts. We're talking with Bill Cosgrove, who's the owner, president, and CEO of Union Home Mortgage. When we come back, we're going to talk about a serious topic that I think we in the media overlook. We need to talk about the housing market and the mortgage market also. I think a lot of folks are overlooking that. We'll do that next on Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. This is Media Business. I'm Tony Conley on the Michigan Business Network. We're talking with Bill Cosgrove from Union Home Mortgage. Bill, as you know, I recently saw you speak at an event held at in Mount Pleasant at the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association, and you were the keynote speaker. And I tell you what, I was riveted by that conversation because you were talking about the housing market and how we are not paying enough attention to this, how much it Im- impacts our country, our economy, and how really the folks in the White House maybe aren't paying enough attention. Talk about this a little bit, if you will. Yeah, thank you, Tony. And it's a conversation we have at Union Home. Ashley, we have it. You know, I think, Tony, that it's forgotten. Or taken for granted is a better word, that we have the best housing finance system and the best housing system ever created in the face of the earth. And, you know, ever since World War II, a little history lesson, you know, there was a housing boom after World War II, another one in the 60s, 70s. And 
you know, I think that up until maybe 20 years ago, around, you know, 2000, the housing system in the United States was very healthy. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a couple things in play. You've got the houses that were built after World War II that actually started my career financing, selling and financing. Well, guess what? You know, they're now 70 years old. So you have inner cities and neighborhoods, even the one I grew up in, and many of us grew up in are crumbling. The neighborhoods are crumbling because physically the homes are crumbling in the neighborhoods are crumbling. You also have, for a lot of different reasons, you have a situation where enough housing, single family housing has not been, for the middle class has not been built in this country over the last 20 years. We're, we're five, seven million single family units short. And then I think you have an ecosystem in housing today between the National Association of Realtors, the home builders, mortgage bankers, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, elected officials that has kind of been taken for granted. And it's like a car, a beautiful car that you had 20 years ago that you never got the old change. You never changed the tires and so forth. So this greatest housing system in the world that really is the backbone of the wealth of the middle class in this country is showing wear and tear and nobody seems to care or in its on cruise control. And what I'm trying to do anytime I've get the opportunity is I'm trying to wake people up to the fact that like anything else in life, this needs to be paid attention to because it's eroding. It's eroding in front of our eyes. And that concerns me. Why did we stop building single family housing? A lot of different reasons. I think they're, you know, from a financing standpoint, they're risky. They're risky lending. It's hard to obtain land for builders. There's a, you know, with immigration, there's a worker problem, right? There seems to be not enough skilled workers to build the homes. They're expensive to build. Materials have got more expensive. The financing has gotten tighter. There's a lot of different reasons why new homes have not been built at the pace that they should be. And we also don't have great programs. We got programs, but we don't have really good effective programs to fix houses that are 50, 60 years old either. And we need those to save the neighborhoods. What's the solution to not only fix those homes, but to get back to building single family housing? Well, you know, Tony, here's the problem. The problem is it's taken about 25 years to get here, and it's going to take a long time to get out. And you need leadership. You need stable leadership. You're going to need leadership over a couple, a generation of policymakers. And it's actually going to take political leaders, elected officials to actually say housing is again a priority in this country. You know, there was a time in the 50s, 60s, housing was a priority. Well, guess what? We've ridden the car, we've ridden the vehicle into the ditch, and housing needs to become a priority again because it truly is the backbone of middle-class wealth in the American dream. It's going to take effort and a long-time effort from a lot of people. There's no easy fix. How important is the housing market to the economy? Oh, I mean, studies say it's what, you know, 30% of the gross national product of the country. I mean, housing in all parts of housing, right? Whether it's, you know, the trades, whether it's, you know, the carpet, the roof. I mean, many, many great things happen 
when people buy homes and sell homes. And again, they've got to be affordable. And the only way, Tony, to make them affordable is you've got to increase the supply. And actually, we talk about this at Union Home all the time. You've got to increase the supply of housing. And you know, at the end of the day, if you don't increase the supply, think about this. You've had interest rates go up like 5%, which hasn't happened since 1981. And historically, when interest rates go up this high, this fast, home prices have to come down, right? Well, it hasn't happened because of the shortage. So if anything is proof that housing is in crisis, in a lot of ways, the last 24 months are proof. When we come back, as we're talking with Bill Cosgrove from Union Home Mortgage, we're going to talk about who needs a seat at the White House on a national level to help rectify this housing crisis that we have. I'm Tony Connolly. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. Welcome back to Media Business. I'm Tony Conley, and we're talking with Bill Cosgrove. And Bill, I had this circled with stars put by it, and it's something that you said to me that really stuck with your talk to us at Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. You said, realtors, builders, and mortgage lenders need a seat at the table at the national level to really dive in with solutions to this housing market. Yeah, I agree with that, but we don't have a seat at the table now. What's going on? Well, you know, Tony, it's interesting. Some days it doesn't feel like there's actually even a table, right? And what I mean by that is housing today just doesn't seem to be a national priority, right? The White House isn't talking about it. And again, this isn't political to the Biden White House. The last four White Houses, whether they were Republican or Democrat, the last four administrations have not been really talking about housing. You have a housing finance system that FHFA, which is the regulator of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, And really, it's become a political football because the director of FHFA is appointed by the president. That position has become a little too political and with a political agenda versus a housing agenda. And then you have Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, since they are in conservatorship, they are regulated heavily by FHFA. So their business model is really dictated by the politics of the day. And when you get to the point of FHA and VA, it just seems like the entire ecosystem of housing and housing finance is sort of just, there doesn't seem to be many seats at the table today and it's disjointed. I think it got disjointed during COVID for two and a half years that people didn't meet. They didn't need to meet. 
And I still think it's still a little disjointed. Last thing, when I first got into business 25, 30 years ago, these entities that I just mentioned always had difference of opinion, but they worked together for the greater good of housing in the country. And now it doesn't seem as though the entities that I just mentioned work as well together as they used to. And I think at the end of the day, housing is in the country is suffering because of it. Bill, every time Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was about to make announcements about raising the interest rate, I just wish I had a chair next to you <laughs> to see what your response would have been to that. Because, you know, in the business that you're in, man, this is tough. This is it tough. is. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, it's interesting. It is tough. But my gosh, when, you know, in 1985, before computers, when I stenciled as a loan officer, stenciled, many people don't know what I just said. My first interest rate, my fixed rate mortgage was 12.5%. Wow. So it's interesting that I think Powell's doing what he has to do in order to tame inflation. And obviously the rapid increase of interest rates is difficult. But honestly, I think the problems in housing go beyond today's interest rates. And that's the way I really feel. And just because of my background with your business, I've learned, and I think this is true in business as I watch this bill, mortgage rates are just crazy, crazy high. You folks are still doing business. Man, is business in general, but is your business relationship-driven and people for great yeah. service, for a great yeah. product, will pay a little bit more. It is. It is. And, you know, it's interesting that even with all the technology, the home buying process has not gotten any easier. It's more difficult. So, yeah, obviously, everybody uses the Internet to educate themselves and familiarize themselves, but it's still a people business. And there's a lot of information and it's very people driven when it's all said and done, Tony. So it sure is. Final question for you, Bill. This is something that uh, I study a lot. And as I go through the internet. I know the Wall Street Journal covers the housing market interest rates quite a bit, Fox a little bit. But as I go to CNN and MSNBC, we in the media, not just them, but myself included, we need to get better at this. And how can we do that? I think it's doing what we're doing. It's talking, it's creating awareness. You know, now that home prices are through the, you know, home prices are really high. And everybody thought the high interest rates would lower home prices a little bit with supply and demand, and they haven't. So I think for the first time, everybody's looking at this and saying, huh, you know, the normal economics and housing aren't that used to work for the last 30 years aren't working today. So maybe there is a problem with housing. Well, guess what? There is. There's not enough housing in the country. And with this short supply, the cost is through the roof. And the next generation that's coming, and guess what? There's a pent-up demand for single-family homes and home ownership. where until we wake up and start building more homes, rehab the homes that are 60, 80 years old, we're not going to have enough supply, Tony, to meet the demand. And then other things happen. So I think it's not too late. But we as business people, we in the industry, we really got to get on the soapbox 
and talk to everybody and say, this problem has been brewing for 25 years and darn it, we need to start doing something about it because it's the greatest housing system ever created in the face of the earth and we've got to keep it good. It's American. It's the American way, right? Bill Cosgrove is the owner, CEO, and president of Union Home Mortgage. Bill, I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you so much, sir. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Tony. I'm Tony Connolly. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network.